Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 10th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm still reeling from the from the thrills of, of Saturday night football that I that I got to witness, that I had big stakes on the line. My fighting Illini knocking off the Iowa Hawkeyes 9-6. to six. It was just was a it. riveting, riveting game where first downs felt monumental. I clicked into this at like the last, I don't know, for the last 15 minutes of like real time, just because I saw a lot of tweets, not from from disinterested parties that, that became interested, not rooting for either team, just there for sort of like the disaster porn, just watching the mess, the horrible football, you know, unfold. And so I ticked into that. I Horrible in. football. You're talking Whatever about a ranked team. You're talking about the oh, what, the, what are the they? Guys, what are they? They're 24. The first oh, time, first time since 2011. Congrats. First time Congrats. since 2011. Longest it did drought. Look like you had a great crowd, great atmosphere, like really legit crowd. Saturday night football in Champagne. Longest ra- drought of not being ranked of any team in the power five and yeah i I did think i saw that yeah that's that's kind of incredible for a state like illinois but i you know we've talked about that in the past a state like illinois everybody everybody plunders illinois Illinois, there's no loyalty to the state school there's 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 no loyalty there's a week in september in that 10-year you know odyssey that you get into the top 25 as a, a, a fairly talent rich state i know it's plundered quite a bit but but you figure some some week you sneak in anyways congrats to that that looked uh hey we hold like our destiny in the, in the big 10 west i know i'll be the riveting big 10 title the game. road goes Ohio through state or Mich- whatever it is. <laughs> michigan but yeah that'll be fun I'm, I'm happy for you it was a good sports weekend really good My i might book tickets on. for indianapolis the browns are detestable they're just so unlikable uh all the way through just blowing another game to the chargers uh yeah yeah it's good good solid sports weekend good golf weekend i saw hey i saw you thirst bucket of the week is back goes to you again be try and be a little food influencer, a little cook boy, food, food, food influencer, influencer boy over there. Just You're tagging <laughs> in three pieces of pecan, <laughs> cooking his little dishes, following his recipe on Instagram. You're on Instagram. You're tagging in food, you know, celebrities, and you got regrammed. I noticed from the the big the big hot show, followed by all the golfers. Just trying his little recipes. Look at you. Look at you. Thirsty, thirsty. You're trying to get into the food scene there. <laughs> there you go. I was happy for you, though, that you got hey, the regram from three You know what? I wanted top. to just give give the guy cr- props. I like I It was the first time I made one of his recipes. I really liked it. Um, it was super. You know, everybody always says, oh, this is a 30-minute recipe. Oh, that's that thing so was like bullshit. a legit like 40-minute recipe. <laughs> it was close to 30. Okay. 
Usually so, two and a half hi- hours when they say Highly food. recommend. It was delicious. My wife liked it. My mm-hmm. daughter liked it. You did you it know, for the gram. They wouldn't have done it if not for I the didn't do Instagram. I didn't do it yeah. for the gram. Yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I was happy happy to see you got got. I'm may I'll start doing that more Except often. For you. Just <laughs> get get thirsty. Uh, one I was, pot you know, spaghetti or something. What was it? One pot. This is the one pot spaghetti. It was, okay. you know, maybe I'll okay. put it up on Shotgun Start Instagram so everybody can see. <laughs> I had fun with that. I enjoyed. Watching. Maybe we'll get reposted again there. Uh, we could get thirsty on Shotgun sure. Start Instagram. There you go. Just start trying to f- filter in like growth. You know, putting wild hashtags in, doing paid <laughs> advertising on our Instagram that we occasionally throw up nonsense on. Um. We could start DMing other influencers and and say, "Hey, you know, let's do do a let's do a collab. We'll send you some shirts, and you can post them. We'll send you some facts about Roy Sabatini. You might be able to use at some point or another, and and you can post them to your audiences." I guess let's get to golf. Where do you want to start with golf? There's was a lot of golf. There was European tour. There was live tour. There was uh, PGA. Let's talk about Tom Kim. Okay. The tank engine. Thomas the tank. When's the, it's, it's, I thought it was fitting. I, I mentioned this on Friday, the sort of odd name of this tournament. It was fitting that young Tom won the Children's Open, the Shriners Children's Open. L- little young Tom, 20 years old, his second win. There's all these stats about, you know, Ralph Goodall and, and Tiger. He got the to- two wins. Robert Gomez. Than Tiger. So, you know, he's with the. The head of the kings of our sport. Um, congrats to Tom Kim. Did not make a bogey the entire weekend. Uh, what was it? JT Posen was the last to do that. Just full of facts uh, out there on the broadcast. A good turn. The question is though, did he make a make a five on on a four? He did make a bogey because that five hundred and thirteen yard par five sixteenth is masquerading as a par five. It's really a par four. I mean, he made a did... made a five there. What were they? They had like one eighty five, one ninety five into that hole, right? I mean, I think I think Cantley hit an eight or a nine iron. Sevens, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did right. you hear the the um, Oberholster saying that Cantley's caddy wasn't flashing on the signals, wasn't no. giving on the clubs? <laughs> it was kind of just like a. It was. A, I really enjoyed watching this tournament. I watched. I watched a lot of golf this weekend, but this was Good. a great watch. You know, you had two guys like two legit players in, in a time of year when you usually don't get a lot of pop in these tournaments. Like you know, you yeah. had you had the pant man man just you know strangling his way to one of these a few a few years ago. Just you know, negative strokes gain putting on the field, but striking it, you know, making tons of pars. Uh, this week, you know, you get Patrick Cantlay. Obviously, I think he's fourth in the world, maybe third, fourth. I think fourth uh, in the world. And you got Tom Kim, who's now going to be fifteenth in the world, going at it. And you know, uh, just uh, there's. The broadcast was great too. Lots of insight. You know, Trevor Immelman was out there talking about Presidents Cup stuff. It uh, didn't work out well. Byram, Byram's always good. Um, yeah. There are a lot of Presidents Cup guys that were like in the mix too. You know, have we been corrupted uh, by Byram? We met him at St Andrews, and he was amazing. He did. He bought <laughs> bought, bought, bought me, bought me two rounds, two rounds of drinks. You know that that so of he's course gonna get labeled as a nice yeah. guy. 
Yeah, it's like get a stand-up mixer. He might get an ad read for him or something too. I mean, but beer, yeah. But he was amazing. He was a great, an incredible person to meet. He was a good dude. Um, really funny dude. Good guy. Uh, yeah, it was a good broadcast. Good tournament for this time of year. Uh, where where are we going with Tom Kim? Are we getting hyperbolic with this? Are we getting all you know this well, faster to Tiger? I I just want to caution. I I think he's an amazing story. He's very young. And he's playing well for the last six months. Um, does this mean he's a global going to be a global superstar? I don't think so. It doesn't mean he's not, but the hyperbole starts to uh, get out of the station, run out of the station, like uh, pun intended, like the island of Sodor uh, with Tommy. I don't know. He's playing really well. He's one of the best players in the world right now. And he's also 20 years old. So I think you just start to run down the dangerous narrative trail of this guy is going to be a global superstar. And you add in a little bit of the personality and pop uh, and it makes it easy. Are you taking yeah. the bait on that? I, um, I'd like to see him, see him beat some of the, like a top f- flight field. You know, this was a okay field. Uh, Wyndham, his other win. Okay. You know, yeah. Um, it would be nice to see him beat some of the best, more of the best, you know, he beat, obviously beat Cantley. Cantley made triple on the last hole, but like, it would be, obviously he's, he's an incredible iron player, which listen, like, that's like the best trait to have is, is great iron play. You're going to be, it's going to be, it's going to stick with you. It's going to be a longevity kind of thing. Um, so I think do I think he's one of the 15 best players in the world? Yes, I do. I do. I think he is anyways. Like, I think this is also like, you know, this is an important lesson and just like different path paths to the tour. Right. Mm -hmm. And why it's, it's kind of silly to get really shut off and only have things going certain ways. And, and also with the world rankings, like this is a guy that got his starts through, ascending the world rankings and playing in the, in Asia, Abroad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he got into the tour. You know, it's not nothing, not yeah. everything has to come through the corn Ferry tour. And I think it's just like an important thing to keep in mind with players. Like as this, as the game gets kind of fractured, I think that there are going to be, the organizations are going to be grappling for more and more control and I think there could be a way that that the tour gets a little bit more closed off. And and this is why it shouldn't be closed off at all, is that this is just like, you know, yeah, I think when you have are- guys sitting on Corn Ferry Tour that are are shouldn't be there. You know, Tom Kim is a perfect example of a guy that was play, playing in Asia that, you know, was he six months ago before this hysteria was Tom Kim, one of the best 20 players in the world. Yeah, probably. I think, you know, arg- yeah, the argument you're like, or the world you're laying out right now to me suggests like the tour should try to create more of a melty, a mixing bowl, right. Of multiple points of entry, right. Try to, I would say like, open it up even more. Now, are they going to like, it seems like they're going to, the live thing is not, they can't be coexist. Like if you go to live, you're done. But like, they should try to open up even more avenues to attract more global players who might be otherwise wooed into competitors. Like I, I think you need to create more spots. Uh, we we're talking about taking, we're always talking about trimming fat and taking spots down, but at least avenues to get in 
should be more diverse, I suppose. Uh, and Tom Kim seems to be an extremely strong argument for that. Now, uh, he also could be one in a one in a generation or a talent for, from uh, Korea, right? That, that you know, you're not going to see replicated, but we'll see. He's still only 20. It's a good win. It's a very good win. I don't know. Patrick Cantley didn't really make him work for it. Uh, uh, he did last, though at least on the last on the yeah last. i thought i thought can't like uh, that might be the best t- most telling sign that that tom kim is a killer is that yeah. he made Cantley cower like a like the little well, kitten he, he, he was he really be. <laughs> he was really good in the president's cup too obviously he he stood he stood tall in, in very pressurized environment i was i was impressed with Cantley. you know he, we give him some shit on this I really, really He's great. loved well. I loved his golf. I loved watching him. Obviously, he takes three wood on eighteen and yanks it and makes a mess of it there. Like Ao Oberholzer was like, he's got to just take it unplayable. But he was his thought was like, you know, I take that and I'm like, you know, I'm dropping in the rocks. I'm like yielding the win. At least I try to hit a miracle shot, you know, and get up and, and try to save the par uh, sideways, but. He didn't, then he did in the water. I thought he was really impressive after. Like, he just, he, he was like, you know, the, the reporters were basically trying to lead him down the narrative, lead him down, like, the easy answer, put it on a tee for him that you got a bad break on 18. He was like, no. Like, I, I made a bad swing. I just, like, made a bad swing. It wasn't an unlucky break. Uh, you know, I have a horrible taste in my mouth because it finished that way, but it was, like, a good week. I just, I'm not suggesting he's, you know, like popping with personality, but it was, I was a little bit of class and, and, and insight from him standing up there and talking about it afterwards and saying he just made a shit swing when a lot of guys might say it was a bad break. So good on Ken. I, I don't know how anybody could say that was a bad break. Well, I'm just saying they were trying to lead him down that path. It was like, sometimes you get unlucky breaks in this game. Bryson but. would Bryson would have said it was a bad break. Actually. <laughs> he would have said, you know, all the altitude calculations and the air density, that shouldn't have happened. He got a bad kick. But Should there um, be an event in Vegas every year? If there's going to be 48 events on the schedule, yes. I feel like uh, there should be a, like a, a... Here's like... This is something I was thinking about watching today is... If you're gonna have an event in Vegas, they should like blow it out and like make, make it, it a complete circus. Yes, and have like all kinds of shit that you can gamble on. Betting, like on, yeah, make yeah. it like the match play in Vegas would be. I listen. There's no good golf to pl- golf courses to play in Vegas. Okay, oh, I, I come on, <laughs> Shadow Creeks. Shut Whatever, but I'm kidding. legitimately, like that would be an amazing place to do like a crazy match play event. Like if you were just yeah. thinking out out of the box, right? right? Make it all the best players come in, and it's just like a bonanza, total show. Yeah, yeah. But the that would go is against... kind of the opposite. It's like the <laughs> you know, it's a it's TPC course in October, late October, mid, you know, and you got the Shriners guys co- <laughs> coming in the booth, the Imperial potentate. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What would your wife say to you? If you came home from like, all right, let's all make it these guys, 
I once made a tweet about it and I got my ass just ratioed by people who were very mad about going after the Imperial Potente and the little thimbles. They got thimbles on their head. What are, what's going on? Some things are just better left in a prior era. And they're doing great work. This is not not the judgment on their character, their work, and their charity that they're. I, I love charity. Christ, I just got, I just got talked into bashing charity again. Um, but they're wearing these thimbles on their head. They look ridiculous. Couldn't can they modernize the uh, the dress code? I, I think not. it would be good for the organization as you move into the next generation of potential well, Shriners. It's distinct. It's distinct. You know who they are, um, but yeah, they do great work. I love, I love all that they do for the community and the, the kids too. Um, but all right, you have any other Shriners Children's Open thoughts? Any other? Th- th- um, we did Cantlay. We did Tom Kim. Uh, Tom Hoagie predictably hit the craps table after a sixty-three. I uh, couldn't, you know, sixty-three is a hard pace to maintain for anybody but he did come back with a 65 64 on the weekend for a top five um uh, tom kim's still not number one in fedex cup number three so i know you were curious about all the fedex cup dates i was i was amazed to see the comcast business stop down out there again yeah <laughs> mean dean's number seven in the world right now <laughs> dean burmeister Gary Woodland WD'd after we kind of took a shit on him on Friday podcast. Oh, we should we should no 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 get back down into that. Not at this point. No, it's a Monday in October. We're at the 17 minute mark. Maybe. What do you want to talk about? How speeds are relevant? You want to start? I want to. I want to. You're like Skip Bayless and LeBron with this bullshit. It's just ridiculous. It's not. (laughs) We we'll talk about it. We're gonna you you uh, you seem to be doubling down. But we'll get to that on Wednesday. Let's All right. The question it. is, who's like the, like, li- we used to think of him as like the number one guy in majors. He was like, oh, Spieth, number one guy through 2017. It was like him, Rory. Like, he's not that guy anymore. He's just a guy. <laughs> he's like number three, two. Everybody's number one doesn't remain number one for seven years rory rory's been top 10 for you know or top 15 for his entire career it speeds won three majors since he last won his one dj dj won every single year of his career until this year or whatever you know now he's on the four aces well okay speed stayed relevant by wind the way speed is covered by Everybody in the media is just that's it's fine. Just, but it's just a it's just an embarrassment. That this it's embarrassment. This like they play. act like he's like the greatest golfer that's ever played. Like he's good. I I like Jordan Spieth. I and this is the thing that that drives me nuts is everybody's gonna be oh you hate Jordan Spieth. No, I like Jordan Spieth. I like seeing him play well, but I also understand that like he's just a guy, and until his putter. <laughs> His putter reaches like high levels again. He's gonna remain just a guy. Like I, I think there are a lot of signs that would say that he's going to have a good year next year. Yeah. Like if his putter, if he can figure out how to not suck at putting, like he will be good. But like the the 
he's covered like a superstar. And in the last five years, he's won two irrelevant PGA Tour events that he barely won. He won the Harbor Town and he won what? The Charles Schwab or whatever it was. Texas. Valero. Texas. Valero. Okay. So he won two garbage events. And he's had a couple nice finishes in majors in the last five years. Okay. Okay. If this was anybody else, we'd be like, what's wrong? What's wrong with this guy? And but instead, the media the it's like, oh, Friday. he's just great. My he's, question. This seems I'm to be just saying he's not. Pick. No, Gary Woodland is deep. the same guy he was when before he won the major to after. Jimmy like Walker. he's just a guy. Jimmy Walker well, that was got Lyme disease. Okay, that doesn't count. Okay. Like okay. the answer is Sergio. Okay, I, you put me on the spot Sergio with a question. Sergio relevant because he's in. He just does general. Yeah, but he stinks now. Okay, yeah. the best player on his on the fireballs is twenty 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 or twenty two year old kid. But yeah. like the point is, is that Spieth shouldn't be exempt from that in the discussion of that group. Mm. Interesting. I'd say uh, the way I framed the question was like Jason who Day, are, who are just like like not stars, not crowd pleasers, not people on the banner of the hey, tournament you're walking into. As the and as Deep Fried majors. Egg, Deep Fried Egg pointed out, is is a star a guy? This feels that, like a first that take makes debate. that makes the FedEx Cup, the finals of the FedEx Cup, two of the last five years. What? What does that mean? He's made it to Eastlake. He's made it to Eastlake two two of the last five. five. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Just metrics. We're just moving our metrics around. I'm a FedEx Cup fanatic. The best best, uh, tells you everything you need to know about a player. That's why the Comcast business top 10 is so important in uh, October. Brendan Speed... Jordan Spieth, Brendan Steele, Tomato Tomato. They're all the same player. <laughs> yeah, it's Cameron Tregali. He's just a guy. Fields, you know, doesn't doesn't attract any viewers, energy, emotions. Uh, but that's all right. I guess we're 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 changing the narrative of the question or the the context of the question. But all right, you put him, if you, you t- if took if you took Spieth out of his crappy Under Armour and threw him in some Foot Joy, you'd think he was just a normal guy. Oh, so the crappiness of the Under Armour is adding to his, like like Sergio doing bad things keeps him relevant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. A lot of people are arguing that Brooks belongs as a nominee, a strong nominee. Got hot, won four majors in like a two and a half year span, and uh, that hasn't done a lot since. I would I agree. Know. He's contended so, a lot. Somebody said Tiger, and I thought that was a little out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> people don't understand the question then Christ. all right all right all right the point on. that my point overarching point <laughs> is that is spieth the least no that that was wrong i was wrong spieth's not the answer it's somebody else it's woodland and jay day and no Walker, it's not i mean yeah. jason day won a major seven se- you're seven years ago he okay, won the major. Too far away. I mean, yeah. Speed's last major was 17. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's Rory's just another guy. 14. Rory's was 14. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on from, do you have any other Shriners thoughts? Maybe Rory's just another guy. <laughs> what do you think of TPC Summerlin? Just an excellent, excellent course. I will uh, say it, it's got Rory. like kind of a uh, fun ending. It's got scoreable holes. Stuff can happen. <laughs> the drivable four that Cantley. That shot Cantley hit was great. Amazing. He's so mad about the putt coming up short, but um, I. This total side topic. Actually, don't even you. You don't need to answer this right now. But I want to know. Think about this for a future show. One of the more, one of the most like preposterous like marketing slogans or, or claims that golf courses have made that you've seen make. Because I had my buddy, a neighbor of mine, is like whitewater rafting in the southwest, and he's at a Lanny Watkins course, and they're claiming that someone called it the Bandon of the Southwest. <laughs> and he sent me a picture of the brochure, Texas. Uh, anyways, I want I wanted that one to be a future topic of a conversation. There's a noodle on that for, for my me. favorite so, thing is when you see places like uh, there's an Oakland, there's another Oakland Hills in Michigan. Right. right. That's my favorite is when they just take the name <laughs> completely. That's a good one. I think there's a Pine Valley too, and maybe in yeah, Indiana. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of those, a lot of those out there. But uh, that's good. That'd be good. Side topic. We'll think about it for for. I bet we'll get some submissions of people printing on the brochure, rated number one in such and such county for 25 straight years. Um, why right, why did we just talk about the Shriners for 25 minutes? I was wondering that. It's a, we did speef. We did cook influence, food influencing, things like that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know that we talked about the Shriners that much. Should we do live? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. I didn't I watch have a lot any to say. of this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no a couple interest minutes in at the start at like 11.15, like barely a couple minutes. Again, it's not on. Listen, last night I was I was sitting, literally nothing to do. And I, I was like, you weren't watching mm. Illinois. Well, after I'm on the All West right. Coast. Yeah, I mean, it's like eight o'clock. Everything's That's over. Kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. So every, every, you know, I'm just like chilling, and I was like thinking, I'm like, I could, could pop live on. And my wife was reading, you know, not not interested in watching a movie or something. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to turn a movie on. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't sound like it sounded like a lot of people went your route. I mean, the numbers were if they're cooking the numbers. If someone told me then there's just they got the wrong chef in the kitchen. If they're cooking the numbers, numbers are under a lot. Of, sometimes under ten thousand. I'd say it was mostly between like fourteen and. I turned on at one time. It was like seven thousand. <sighs> Look kind of dead on site. Um, I don't, that doesn't mean it's, you know, a lot of these PGA tour events when they go to Asia in this time of year, I wouldn't say are like rowdy and raucous and packed. They'll, you know, pour some out for the Sim classic. One of my favorite events that no longer exists. Um, Eugenio Chachara wins. I don't really know what it means. I saw some framing of it. By account, by by people, you know, who Sports Illustrated and others, that like this is proof is in the pudding that Liv is offering, like, 
I mean, they're offering cash that the PGA Tour cannot offer. That much is true. I don't know what to do with this like overnight event from Bangkok where there are some good, good, great players in the field, but also you have like James Pyatt in contention. Um, Chachar is like a superstar talent, legit talent. I just, he's now he's he made almost $5 million combined, right? Or more than that with the $4 million first price prize and, and the team prize fireballs GC. Um, <laughs> big win for Sergio in Texas. Yeah. 49, nothing. Yeah. Big win for Sergio. Big week. I, I, I just, I don't have a lot to do with it. I don't know what to do with it in context of like Tom Kim winning on the Shriners. I have context for that for prior years and prior 20 year olds on the PGA tour. Um, this was an overnight event in Bangkok with some really good players in it that he won. Do you care about it? Yeah, I think it's just kind of a, uh, it's kind of weird, right? You don't know what to think. Like he had such a big lead going into, and this is one of the things, you know, these 54 hole, 48 guy tournaments can lead to bunch leaderboards. But when there's 48 guys also in 54 holes, like you kind of miss out on, on, seeing him go into the cauldron right and obviously he played great first two rounds i think he would have been leading any tournament but would he have been leading by i think he was leading by what five five um yeah and you know would there only have been one or two guys that could chase him down i don't know you know if he's playing 72 holes and he's leading by three like he was going at the end of round three, it's like, okay, he's got to hang on one more time. And that's the tricky thing that we're comparing apples to oranges in a way with these two, two tournaments. Like is Chicharro's went, how do you compare it to Tom Kim, right? Tom Kim beat 144 guys or whatever was in the Shriners field this week, 132. If they usually cut it down a little bit, but like he beat 132 guys, Chicharro beat 47, you know, and I think like, I'm like, I'm really happy for the kid. I, I think like, you know, obviously it's gotta be a really hard position when you're 22 to make a decision, like going, whether you go to live or not, from what I gather, he kind of was going back and forth on it. Wasn't sure, got thrown more and more money and, you know, maybe two, three comebacks from live with a, with a renegotiated price. And he, and he finally went, but like, it's not like, you know, when you're making a decision for when you're 22, that's going to impact the rest of your life. Like, you know, he might've made the right decision. We don't know about that. Right. We don't know what's going to happen in the next five years, but it's, it's a damn shame that he had such great performance and re- literally we have no way to contextualize it. Contextualize the, it. Yeah. He went, it's, he didn't come away with nothing. He made a lot of money. But it literally it does nothing for him in terms of exemption, world rankings. Yeah. Um like, like becoming the Shark, best player in the world. Despite Baby Shark's please, I, you know, Baby Shark tweeting that how do you not put Chachar in the Masters after that? Uh I don't think Baby Shark's you know the sort of advocate you want if you're trying to get it in the Masters, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't doesn't get him anywhere maybe it yeah would like what does it mean for the Ryder cup what does it mean for yeah major yeah it's right Right. so that's your kind of read by three dick bland siwan kim 
James Pyatt. Oh, Paul Casey was mixed in there. It just, it looked a little, you know, the, the weather was bad. Like, you know, the rainy season, it would come in, start pissing. They'd pull them off the course and they'd go out. They were all huddled under a tent. I saw Bubba was doing incredibly awkward interviews. Why Bubba's there is uh, still beyond me. Uh, as they're all jammed in undercover, you know, Brooks clearly doesn't want to be there. Listen to Bubba do his hijinks with talking to Patrick Reed. Um, but it was an odd, odd event. And now they're on to Jetta, which will just be wait, <laughs> just wait for Jetta. This is where everything goes bananas. You know, this yeah, is yeah. when the YouTube numbers go off, off the charts. So everybody can't wait to watch golf being played in Jetta. Hey, what was going on? Do they have like some? Who was the famous war photographer, like Robert Kappa, the guy now, like James Noctua? What's going on with these photos of these guys injured and down? Did you see Kevin Na? That looked like a horror movie, getting treated for flu. He's like lying. He's like on these blankets hooked up to like various machines. You got Brandon, Brandon Grace. Uh, you know, there was this dramatic scene captured in photography with, you know, slugger and norman running to him it was very odd what was going on with these guys i I don't know if this was heat related or there was food related but there was just some weird photography coming out of uh this live bangkok event have you seen the nah thing of him lying down it's it's bizarre it looks like a horror movie poster or something like that it's just an odd deal i hope he's okay regardless but uh that's that's live bangkok moving on um, John Rahm wins the Spanish Open, Madrid Open. It's I think the third time he's won it. Ty Seve. Um, it was, hey, we do, we weren't going to talk. You're not going. We we aren't going to talk about the greatest dynasty of all time getting knocked Four off. Four can't, aces. They can't win outside <laughs> the U.S. They went, ran off four in a row in the U.S. They can't do anything when they get out outside of home. It's like one of those teams that just, you know, they get all the calls at home and then they, they're just absolute garbage as soon as they leave comfortable confines of their home. Right? Didn't they roll off Portland, Boston, Chicago, and uh, yeah, what was the fourth one? Aren't they? Uh, Bedminster. Yeah, Bedminster. The, yeah, they, they only won the stateside events. So, uh, yeah, four aces. They weren't even competitive, were they? No. You have fireballs out, out big time. Ironheads are in the mix. I know that. But John Rahm wins on the European tour. Uh, he wins by, what, six? Matthew yeah. Pavon. It's a great the, performance. Uh, Spanish Open in Madrid. Um, he made 26 birdies and two eagles. One was almost an albatross. Yeah, the one eagle was, I wouldn't say it was a kick-in, but it was close to almost an albatross. I uh, Just like Patrick Cantley, Rahm is... Rob, for my money has been like uh, Rory gets all the hype for like five years now. He's been like the best, most insightful dude to listen to after events. I know, you know a lot of people bang him for being a hothead on the course. He was like pretty straightforward. He's like, look, I know these are weak events. I know these fields are weak compared to other events I play in, but um, like it's, kind of hard to win this event when you come to it and you are expected to win by a lot. You are expected to dominate. Um, it's my home country. Uh, everybody is rooting for me. Now, does this mean it's harder to win than like the U S open? No, but he's like, it's kind of a challenging week in that I started knowing that I'm expected 
to win by a lot and dominate. And I'm extremely heavily favored. Um, and everybody's rooting for me. He also was like, I feel a responsibility to play. I, uh, to play this event, to come home and play in Spain. I now have the torch. I've taken it from, I think he said, Sergio, he talked about Seve and Miguel Angel and others, but do you think, like, I- do you think Sergio put the flame down the torch? I always wonder how the passing of the torch works. Did he put it down and then just depart for Texas? Right, I see what you're saying there. So, and then was the flame just sitting there, there? unattended? <laughs> unattended, yeah. Was the torch unattended for a while? Yeah, I don't know, but that was the metaphor Ron went with: was the torch carrying the path, taking the torch. Uh, and so he feels a, a responsibility to play the events, even though they're not maybe the most competitive or the m- richest events. But um, he was really insightful to listen to. He knows how to answer your question and not just blow a bunch of cliches and nonsense and and bullshit he's always he's always been really interesting to listen to in my opinion but he wins he dominates like he said he won by six so yeah congrats um saturday was really interesting what watching that uh min woo lee was was cooking too and that was fun um you know these guys hit it so far yeah I mean, Minwoo Lee is incredible because, like, I just, he was playing a par five on the back nine. I was watching on Saturday. He just, like, rips this drive. I mean, it's just a 10, 15 pass ROM. And and then he, he has a perfect iron. He thinks it's perfect. He thinks he flags it. Lands, like, 15 yards over the green. And it's like, how do you miss a nine iron? that badly like i i just don't understand how that's how that's possible like play with like really great players they like never miss numbers and he just hits it 15 yards over the green like is that is that on the caddy like i just don't under i don't even he was in the middle of fairway like right um but anyways so he kind of like stalled out after that and it's like i think it was pretty you know pretty cold this uh on sunday but I think, yeah, what you said, winning when you're expected to win is such a big deal. And obviously, Rom, Rom had like a bad year by his standards. Uh, he was, you know, he, he didn't really contend in any major. He, But he's still, at the end of the year, he's got two wins. Right. Every single year, every full year on tour, he's won twice worldwide. That's, That's unbelievable. Right. He's got 15 worldwide wins right now. He's 27. He's played, I think, six full seasons. And, you know, if you look at Rory, who's obviously played way more seasons because he he got out there at age 18. 18. But Rory's got 30 at age 33. So Rom's right on pace to be at the same worldwide win total as Rory as of right now, which is extraordinary and and this was a bad year his bad year was two wins maybe more if he if plays more and he's got half the events he played in he's top 10 yeah 50 percent top 10 right i mean i don't give this like a t- i mean it's it's yeah i don't know how i weight this one just like it's a it's you, a small win but it's yeah, just it's a win it's, still it's 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 not his other win wasn't impressive either it's was it mexico Danta? open right yeah it was a like, really bad field so, like, I'm not so saying... Is he just, does he just beat up on the cream puffs? Well, I mean, he... So, he's 
He was seventh in strokes gained this year as opposed to first. And he, he effectively lost a half a shot from last year. Um, and it was all iron and around the green, really iron playing around the green. And if you think about it that way, like think about two shots in a tournament that effectively like go, especially when the competition goes up, those two shots are him in the mix at everything versus, you know, yeah, the way we felt after this year where you're like, kind of like, you know, he's been around, but nothing like you, you don't feel didn't really feel his presence in big time events. You know how like a guy, you know what guy's a generational player is when he just wins and he walks off in the midst of the field was weak. Like calls it straight up set. Like, you know, like how many guys who win right now would just say winning is winning. But like he definitely like, not speeth. <laughs> he goes, look, I know these fields aren't the strongest compared to a lot of them, but I won. Um, all right, so congrats to Rob. A, a good, a, a fine win, nonetheless. Uh, elsewhere on the LPGA, Jody Ewart Shadoff wins the Mediheal out at uh, Satakoy Club. That was being played on tape delay right now uh, on Golf Channel as we record. It was, it was. They're doing the. It was terrible. It was terrible. But her first tape wins, delay golf is just so bad. I love that they had the studio show telling you what was what happened, highlights, results, leaderboard, and then they're going to. The uh, the tape to like coverage of what you're gonna, about to watch tonight. Uh, Jody, you're at Shadoff. Like, been around, done some things, been a good player, been on multiple Solheim Cup teams, never won on the LPGA. But she barely, she like steered at home. She had like a four shot lead at one point, wins by one over Yuka Sasso at the Medi-Heel. Uh Congrats to her getting that first win. Do you think the floodgates are going to open now? I think that's, I mean, no, just, that's just a, a euphemism that's overblown. Do you think it's, it's bullshit that the Epson tour only graduates 10 players? You know, I believe it or not. I was talking with my dad about this this morning. He brought it up. No way. Yeah. Cause we, there's a girl from Cleveland, Jillian Hollis is not going to make it probably. I, I don't, she didn't make it, but like on the edge and it's just, that's just not a lot right now. They have the Q series. At the end, and you at the end of November, and like that's another way you can get in. So it's a, a mix. You're not totally foreclosed, but ten's not a lot. I should read them off now. Give them their due. It's Linnea, Linnea Strom, Jiwon Lin, Lucy Lee, who uh, clinched it in August and then just went up and has been like you know kicked ass on some you know she was what Sunday final group in Toledo. Uh, Grace Kim. Celine Borge, Gabrielle. I don't know ben. if you had if you heard Lucy Lee. She was in an Apple commercial. Fourteen. She played. A I don't know if you knew that. Ate ice cream after she played. Um, <laughs> Gabriella Then, Gina Kim, Yan Lu, Hu Jun Jan. Uh, so only ten. They cut it off there. Uh, I will say, I watched a bit of this, like coverage of this. It was interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to see this and then you see Eugenio with $5 million in his pocket as these young women of a similar age trying to make a career of themselves talking about GoFundMes. G- Gabriella then was talking about the GoFundMe that got her through this year and she appreciated everybody that did that to allow her to top 10 in the Epson tour. Uh, others working like multiple jobs. Um, yeah, it's just, it's probably a pretty hard life trying to make it from the Epson tour uh, with a lot of doubt of like, 
how far to push it. So uh, congrats to those 10 women on advancing. Um, do you think it's bullshit? You think it should be more than 10? Not a lot of turnover there. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, there you go. That's that's your answer. That's your final answer on the championship. Well, like how many? How many? It it just it's almost like the worse than the PGA Tours issue, right? Yeah, right, right. Not getting. It's more closed off. New blood, right? Remember the pop off stuff. Right. I mean, like the LPGA is even more closed deal than than the PGA Tour. It's yeah. kind of like the nobody ever ever takes shots at the LPGA tour, you know. I know, but it's like they're they're worse. Their setup, their whole well, rules and regulations protect their members more than the PGA tour. Yeah, LPGA. Yeah, but like there should the be more turnover. Right, right, right. On the Champions Tour, where there's never turnover, there's just friends. Steve Stricker, a bona fide friend of Jim Furyk, wins the Furyk and Friends thing at Tim McConaughey. Fourth win. He's been playing for like four months. Fourth win on the Champions Tour. Those are our results. I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? News? Otherwise? Anything? Illinois football? Do you, do you think that? Do you think that? What do you think the chances of a big letdown game next week against Minnesota are? Substantial. Where's the game at? Is it Minnesota? At home. At oh. home. I think they could lose. They might. I mean, they I don't have any players. Like their entire honest? offense is hurt. What's a letdown from nine points? Like what? What's like? It wasn't like they were just listen roaring, throwing it all over the field, and just beat Ohio State fifty-five. Our starting quarterback was hurt, and our number I, one receiver was hurt. I, I not. I'm not like challenging it. I just don't think you can let down from a nine-six win over Iowa. It's not like you that, just were throwing that it all quarterback over the field and beat Ohio hurt. State. Art is so bad. What? Who goes by Art now? Like you know, <laughs> twenty two and in college also. <laughs> yeah, Iowa's yeah. terrible. I don't well, know how any Iowa fan could watch that offense every. I mean, week they got Drew Love calling plays for them. The 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 college football <laughs> equivalent of Drew Love. Brian, the nepotism, Brian Ferentz, disaster. Apparently. How did the, the Clemson game, it it, it kept oh. me, the line kept me away from BC Clemson. And the, on ABC, you were yeah. in the spotlight. I, we had a chance to like, you know, make like quick 14 points at the stop and we didn't and we lost like 31 to three. And I have some serious questions about our coach. I just, uh, anyway, that's there, a, I don't. Ex- I, 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 my expectations aren't high for that program, but it's a, it's a shambles. It's got to be better than it's been. So, got to get something. I was thinking about if we run the table in the, in the Big Ten, and we somehow win, are we in the playoffs? I've never once ever even wait, wait, at wait. this point. Say that again. You run the table, <laughs> so we, the we'd Big only have only have our only loss no. is Indiana. Our no. only loss on the no. year is Indiana. Say Wait, we beat Ohio beat, State. Oh, Let's say oh. we win. Say this we win. Is, the... This is worse than speed. Your speed take. Well, on. I just am, I, I've never once thought about this. I've never once since the playoffs of football. I know. Well, it's entered my brain. Team playoff. Well, I'm just They're wondering if we have Illinois one loss. If we have one loss since Indiana, nope. 
doesn't matter. We're not in. No. They're putting like a three-loss SEC team (laughs) over. One-loss Burt. You're also going to have to beat Ohio State or Penn State or whoever. It's not going to happen. Right. I can't believe we just did Illinois playoff chance segment. The unbalanced conferences is a huge sham. You want to talk about... If I was a college football, you know, podcaster, which, you know, I might qualify now that we've done like five, five minutes here. But if I was, I would just be hollering about conference, conference divisions. Like, what the hell is going on? Why, why are there these made up lines of demarcation? Like in the, in the big 10, they're going away. I know they all should be, they should be, they should have been gone before this year. The second that if they're going away, in a year, they should go away this year. You remember the leaders and legends? Yes. <laughs> that was a good one. Jim Delaney. That was good. Uh, I mean, okay. I'm excited about the, you know, Illinois being a being a football and basketball powerhouse for years to come here. I I'm happy for you. I am happy. It's 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 October. You're gonna have a October fifteenth big game against Minnesota. Like that's great. Middle of October, and you still got you're you're engaged. It's all you can ask for with some of these. So it's been this way since Juice Williams. Yeah, good, fantastic. I hope you run the table and make the playoff. You get, <laughs> you get Georgia. There you are. You go to the game. <laughs> it's like fifty-six to three. <laughs> Michigan didn't fare much better last year, but that'd be fantastic. What if we run the table and lose? Do you think we could get in? There's no way. No. No, no, <laughs> no, lose the Big Ten title yeah. and then get back to her. Well, they lost the big, but their season was so good. They still got to get one of the four spots. Oh, God. All right. Go cook some dishes for Instagram. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. Enjoy your Mondays. Uh, we'll talk to you then.